0: All right, good evening everyone. So um, the focus of tonight's uh, session will be on mindfulness practice. Um, and so uh, we're begin- we're going to begin by uh, doing a little bit of concentration practice using two different anchors, sounds around us, and the sensations of our breathing. Um, and we're gonna focus pretty tightly on those on those two anchors really, listening as carefully as we can to the sounds, feeling the breath. We'll do that for a few minutes, um, begin to develop a little bit of concentration, a little bit of focus. And then we'll start to open our awareness um, and pay a bit more attention to what is carrying us away from the anchors, what thoughts arise what sensations, what emotions arise that pull us away from the anchors, not trying to hold so tightly to the objects of concentration, but using those anchors as a way to stabilize our awareness, but really um, letting our awareness take in what it is that's that's going through our minds, going through our bodies. Um, So uh, in case any of this doesn't make, um perfect sense to you right now don't worry Uh, all you do is follow along and the instructions will take you where you need to go um and then after we do this practice uh there'll be a chance to um talk a bit about uh what we did share some um remarks about how we experienced it ask questions and um then anyway so although we'll have a chance to to talk after we do it together. So this will last about 25 or so minutes, and then there'll be some conversation. So um, please get into a comfortable position, have your back be upright, and your front side open so that the breath can move freely in and out of the body.
1: And to settle
0: into the sitting, let's begin with some deep relaxation breathing. That means just inhaling deeply, fully through the nose, feeling the whole upper body inflate with oxygen. And then exhale slowly through your slightly open mouth,
1: nice and slow.
2: Breathe in through the nose. Feel the back
1: lengthen as you inhale deeply. And exhale slowly through your slightly open mouth.
0: Please take a few more deep breaths in this way, in through the nose and out through your mouth exhaling nice
2: and slow. One more deep relaxation breath in this way. Let your mouth come
0: to a close. Let your breath move in and out through your nose and. Now just let the breath come and go at its own rhythm, no longer intentionally lengthening the breath, but just letting the breath breathe itself however it wants to. Could be short, uneven, rapid, whatever whatever the breath is like,
2: let it just be.
1: And now begin to open yourself up to all the
0: sounds in the space around you, just listening in an open way to whatever sounds there may be. Not listening for particular sounds, you're not trying to identify sounds, you're just opening yourself up so that you can hear everything that there is to be heard in the space that you're in. And when something, anything pulls you away from this kind of open hearing, get carried away by a thought, a memory, a sensation. Just notice that that's happened and let your awareness come back all the sounds
1: around you. One of the wonderful things about
0: using sound as a focus is that the only way to listen in this way is to actually relax, is to soften and open yourself. The more you strive to listen,
1: the less you'll be able to hear. Let yourself be receptive. Like a satellite dish, just taking all the sounds in. Another nice thing about using sounds as an anchor is that
0: when you get carried away by thoughts, you won't be able to hear. It's a good way to check, are you present? Are you listening or are you thinking? When you're thinking, it's hard to
1: listen, hard to really hear. So just keep asking yourself, am I hearing everything? and come back to all the sounds
2: around you, moment by moment.
1: While you
0: continue listening to sounds in this way, allow part of your awareness to now also feel the sensations of the breath. You can follow the breath in the belly or in the chest, or the sensations of the breath in the nostrils, whichever feels most natural and easy for you.
2: You're listening and feeling the breath.
1: If it feels hard, to listen and follow the breath simultaneously. Feel free just to focus on sounds. Thoughts will inevitably pull us away from time to time. There's nothing wrong with that. The key is just to notice when you become lost in thought. When you do, just gently bring your awareness back to your anchors, sounds, and breath.
2: Gently, consistently. See if
0: you can feel all of the sensations that make up an entire inhalation, entire exhalation, from the beginning to the middle to the end, noticing how the sensations change subtly throughout the course of a single breath.
1: Really let your awareness become
2: intimate with the breath really close to it.
0: For this first stage of this practice, we're not concerned with what kinds of thoughts are carrying us away, what kinds of emotions we might be having. We're just repeatedly returning to the anchors of breath
1: and sounds, working on concentration, on focus. No matter what comes up, just keep coming back to your
2: hearing, and to the breath.
0: Now let's begin to open up our awareness a bit and pay a little bit more attention to the kinds of thoughts that are pulling us away from our anchors and the different kinds of sensations and emotions that we're having as well. So the
1: next time a thought pulls you away
0: from the breath, from listening to sound, Notice what kind of thought it was. What is the content
1: of that thought? And then say thinking, thinking as a way of breaking the spell of that thought and return to the anchors of breath and sound. So notice the content of the thought. Observe it. Say thinking,
0: thinking, as with acknowledging that you are thinking, and then breaking your identification with that thought, and
2: return to the anchor.
0: We have hundreds, sometimes seemingly thousands of thoughts a minute. So you don't need to notice every single one. Just notice the ones that really have some pull, you really are tempted to identify with. The, The fantasies, the worries, the frustrations, the judgments that really you believe, that you're really thinking. And then notice what those are,
1: and say, thinking, thinking. Come back to the anchors of breath and sound over
2: and over.
0: Once in a while we'll have thoughts that are really juicy, that have an incredibly powerful pull on us. Thoughts of anger,
1: judgment, self-loathing,
0: fear, whatever they may be, they're different for each of us. When you come across a thought that is powerful, that you feel has a lot of pull, a lot of juice, it can be helpful to label it more precisely than just using the label thinking. When you come across a thought like this, say having a thought and then repeat the thought verbatim to yourself. Like having a thought, I can't do that. Having a thought,
1: I'm not good enough. Whatever it may be, It's a way to see even more clearly those thoughts that have the most power
2: to grab our consciousness.
1: It feels clunky, but it will
0: also help us more easily break our identification with these thoughts as well. The clunkiness is part of the point. Having a thought and then repeat the thought verbatim. For most thoughts, you can just say, thinking, thinking. But once in a while, one of those powerful thoughts, try this more precise form of labeling. One of the most important kinds of thoughts to notice during meditation practice are the thoughts we have about how our meditation practice is going, judgments we may be making about whether we're meditating well or not, expectations we may
1: have about how meditation is supposed to feel.
0: If you notice thoughts that are judging, evaluating how your meditation is going, Make a special effort to note
1: them. What are you telling yourself about how meditation is going for you? Can you see those thoughts as just more thoughts? Thoughts are
0: not the only things that will distract us during meditation practice. Sensations or emotions, things we experience in the body, will also call to our attention. If you feel at some point that there is a strong or intense feeling in the body, whether it be just a sensation of some kind like pain or discomfort, or a sensation associated with an emotion, let your awareness move to that area of sensation and explore it for a bit to feel what those sensations are really like. Let your awareness let go of the anchors of breath and sounds for a bit and float over to whatever is calling for your attention and explore it with curiosity, gentleness, softness.
2: What does that discomfort really feel like at the level of sensation?
1: What does that fear or anxiety feel like? in the body at the level of sensation. Are the sensations uniform
0: throughout the whole area that you're feeling this sensation in? Or is there internal variation? Perhaps there's
1: prickliness in one area, heat in another, tightness somewhere else. Let the awareness really
2: explore, investigate. Not trying to change, not trying to get rid of the sensations, but just exploring.
0: And notice how the sensations you're exploring change moment by moment, even if just very slightly. Nothing
2: is permanent, nothing lasts forever. Watch the way the energy, the sensations are in flux.
0: And then after a little while, return your awareness to the anchors of breath and sound. It's good to explore whatever calls to your awareness, but you also don't wanna get lost for too long in these sensations. Explore
1: and then return your awareness to your anchor.
0: We'll sit for just a few more minutes. In these last few minutes, one other layer of experience to explore is the connections between thoughts and sensations. Perhaps you've already noticed that when you have thoughts that have a lot of pull on you, that there's a bodily sensation that's correlated to them. When you have a self-judging thought, perhaps you know there's a tension in your belly or in your chest. When you have an anxious thought, you notice a fluttering in your abdomen. Or you may have noticed that when you explore sensations in the body, that thoughts arise, that somehow by exploring the sensations somewhere in the body, certain images or thoughts or memories arise. Notice those connections as part of the pattern of your experience. How is the body and the mind connected for you. By this late point in the meditation session, most of you are probably experiencing a bit of discomfort in some part of your body. Rather than giving in immediately to the urge to move, to make yourself more comfortable, try to explore the impulse to want to move. Explore the way that your body responds
1: to discomfort.
0: not to be masochistic, but just to understand, to see clearly the ways in which discomfort leads to an urge
2: to alleviate discomfort.
1: Instead of giving in to the urge to move, try exploring that urge, with curiosity.
0: okay everyone thank you that's good for tonight please feel free to move make yourself comfortable
1: get a drink of water
2: So, hello. Mm. So, um Most of you,
0: I think, are already familiar with the practice we did tonight. But um, you know, just walking us all through some of the basic components of mindfulness practice, beginning with a little bit of concentration practice, and then um, you know, just attending to the kinds of thoughts that will come up during any sitting, um, and and also um, the way to explore sensations that it might arise. During a sitting as well, um, and um, I think one thing that I've I've seen myself sort of moving towards in the last few months of leading this this um, this weekly sitting is that I'm finding it um, kind of more natural to um, walk people through meditation practice like in the guided meditations rather than I find that somehow more appealing and it feels more natural to me than talking a lot about it and then like let's do it, you know, like um and I'm wondering, um, I'd be interested to hear how people are experiencing that shift. You know, I think there's been times in the past where I've said like what the practice is like and then let's do it, you know, together. And here I'm trying to like sort of embed the instruction into the guided meditation itself. Um, I'm hoping that that will make it come more alive um, and easier to experience. Um, it makes it obviously much more talky than some other forms of guided meditation. And I don't, you know, I'll mix it up. I won't always do it this way. But just in case you're wondering, it's like, um, I could easily have said a lot of things I said in this meditation just before or after, you know, um, but I thought it might be, you know, let's just get into it. And then, you know, as you're doing it, how does this guidance help? Can you can does this instruction sort of feel like it's something you can really use in the moment? Um,
1: um, so,
0: since I did embed so many of the um, sort of instructions into the guided meditation, I think I want to maybe just um, open the floor right now for especially any questions that people might have had about um, certain moments that you might not have known quite what to do with, or were there certain instructions where it's like, I'm not quite sure what that meant or how to actually like you know utilize it in my own practice. Or were there also certain things that people experienced that they would like to just talk about with the group Is you know, certain um, sort of ways of relating to thoughts or sensations that you said, oh, that was interesting, or that was surprising. Um, I think maybe the only like sort of general thing, I'll say, um, you know, there's a lot of different things I could touch on this moment, but the thing that I ended with, you know, um, looking at discomfort and the way that we respond to the feelings of discomfort within ourselves, this is one of the most important things that I think we can do when we practice. I mean, so much of our suffering and so much of the way that we cause ourselves excess suffering, you know, there's life is suffering, there's always gonna be discomfort, There's always, gonna, but the way that we compound what we need to experience with unnecessary extra suffering, so much of it originates in our um, unwillingness, in our inability, just be with discomfort without trying to do something about it. And so I think really seeing the very deep and subtle ways in which we react, sometimes even without thought, just subconsciously, just immediately discomfort and try to make it better right away. Um, If we just focused on that, we would go so very far and the path of Buddhist meditation practice, so much of it is about just seeing um, how little we can tolerate being uncomfortable, and learning how to um, be. So, you know, exp- explore that that dynamic within ourselves, that impulse um, with curiosity instead of just identifying with it, acting on it. That alone can be so profoundly liberating um so a a lot of the point of all of this is encapsulated in that in what i said near the end of just like can we make our reaction discomfort an object of curiosity um and, and that does that that's very different from saying can we suck it up and can we grit our teeth and like you know can we endure it's not about that There's nothing wrong with our reactions, nothing wrong with our impulse to want to be comfortable. It's more like, can we just observe it? Can we start to take a different relationship to it rather than identifying with it and then being cast this way and that, um, on the, the tumultuous seas of our shifting sensations and experience? Can we have, imagine the kind of stability and freedom we can have where we could just say, oh yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I don't like this feeling, I don't like this sensation, I want to go away, but I can just watch this. I can see what's going on. I can imagine how different that would be from like, oh, okay, I gotta do that, I gotta, I gotta figure this out, I gotta figure out this problem, I gotta,
1: you know, I gotta make this better. Okay, so I don't know, any questions or just anything people wanna share about how the practice was for them?
3: Hi Bernie.
0: Hi Jean.
3: I just wanted to say that today was—I don't know if it's combination. I think it was my first time doing the combination of listening to the sound, which here is just the air conditioning,
0: mm-hmm.
3: or um, you know, and what we and, we and the breathing. I got much more quickly and then got deeper into my meditation than almost ever. It was really so peaceful and easier. Mm. But I also find that the deeper I get my body gets very itchy. I don't know what that's about, but it does. And I try to just get through it. But yeah, it, it was just one of the most peaceful ones that the, those two things today really, really worked.
0: So. That's really interesting, Jane. Um, yeah. You know, um, you know, one of the most traditional forms of um, sort of meditation instruction is just using one anchor, like, you know, follow the breath, right? It's a very classic thing. And it, it's it's a wonderful technique and it's it's like you know, there's a reason it's the classic one but i have actually found it really helpful to often have a second anchor at the same time like sounds um i i and this may just say something about me but i think i've 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 heard a lot of people say what you said gene and so i think it's not just me you know um and i think you know me one speculation I have, one speculative thought I have about why is because like when you're just focusing on one thing, like the breath, um, it's, um, th- I think it's, it's easy to kind of like just do that and still be thinking in the background a lot, <laughs> you know, like we can multitask very easily, including even when we meditate, you know, so we can like follow the breath and still like, eh, like you know, but we're like, we're still, we feel like, we're doing everything we need to do because we're following the breath. When you add a second anchor, like sounds, it just gives the mind a little bit more um, to, to to track, and so there's a little bit, I think, easier to actually be present rather than you know it's some of that bandwidth that you'd use to multitask is now taken to, up by following the second anchor. I think that's one reason why it might be easier to really settle into concentration with two anchors, even though it might sound kind of like.
3: No, it's the first Paradox. time I had hardly any other, It was very few thoughts while I was doing yeah, it for the yeah. first time. That was yeah.
0: really nice. And you can even add a third anchor, which I sometimes do, you know, so, wow. anyway, yeah, but two is, I think, good. And especially, sa- there's something particularly, I think, powerful about sounds as an anchor, because, you know, when you're following the breath, and some, I know some people in this group have experiences, like, it's easy to, like, start to almost, like, manipulate the breath, you know, it, um, you're following the breath and you're starting to kind of manage it, control it, or start to tense up, you know? So some people, when they just follow the breath, experience a bit of tension. Sounds, just by the nature of hearing and sounds, you can't listen to all the sounds around you unless you relax. You know, you it's it's a an it's anchor that requires us to be soft and receptive. And I think that's really powerful, um, so. Hi, Sylvia. Um,
3: I I find it, um, and I'm still not getting it. I just not. Um, my body has a hard time being still. Mm-hmm. Everything just—it's almost like it starts with achiness, and then um, it's almost like a panic. Uh, mm-hmm. And um, and I try not to move, and I. And then eventually I just, I, it's like everything is, um, I start sweating. I mean, I'm physically, like, I think it's because I'm, I'm always moving in the day. I rarely sit. Um, I'm always moving and I don't know if it's something physical. Um, and I did observe it. So I did see it and I, and I, and I could feel it rising and then I could calm it down and then I'd feel it rising. And then and the sounds really help because I've I'm, all my windows are open, so I'm hearing all the crickets and the life, the, the life outside, and all the nightlife coming up. So that was that was wonderful because it's true. If I don't let myself feel my body, but I I cannot not feel my body. I just cannot not feel my body. But when I can have when the sounds take over, it's like that that becomes bigger than me. And then it's a kaleidoscope and then that's an escape. And then, so in a way that's, but I can't stay there. The the body comes back and pulls at me. And so I don't know. um, I don't know if you can detach yourself from the body. I don't know. I
0: don't know. No, and it's not, it's not about detaching, right? So I think the way you put it is is beautiful. Like the sounds didn't, Help you escape the body, just gave it yourself a bigger container, right? So the yeah. body could still be there, but you felt like it was held in this bigger space. you know yeah. I think that So um, no, I think really like meditation is not about escaping the body. It's really about, in a way, going more deeply into it, but in this more spacious way. Um, yeah. So you know, Sylvia, I you know, I don't um, I think people are different. You know, and I think some people just do naturally have a much harder time sitting still, you know. And and I think, um, and I I, um, I don't want you to think that there's something that if you could figure out how to do right, you would, you know, somehow be able to do this. And it's like a, a problem. Um, it, it may just be the case that like movement is your path to stillness, um, you know. And so, like I know you're a deep yoga practitioner. You know, Tai Chi, Qi Gong are ancient, you know, um, Chinese systems that are like are designed to produce stillness of mind, but through the movement of the body. You know, mm-hmm. um, so um, I, I, I I want, I, I, mean, I think it's wonderful that you're exploring this kind of difficulty. You know, you're, you're like facing it. You're, but. Mm-hmm. And I'm not at all saying that something may not shift at some point and you may not find a way to to rest in stillness, like literal stillness. But I also wanna say like, maybe there's a a different path that would be more amenable to just the makeup of your own temperament and your own physiology. Um, So, you know, there's no shoulds here. There's no one way. There's like, luckily there are many, many different ways. Yeah.
3: I like that. that offering
0: yeah and you can also by the way practice meditation with us standing up you know like it's um there's no everything we do can be done in many different posture and i think um like with your your legs maybe shoulder width apart just standing and so there's a kind of like the the, the need to balance the body stay upright might give your yourself a sense that oh, okay my body's in a dynamic position now rather than just like And so there might be a medium, right? Where you and and you should also feel free to move. You know, Um, this is so. It's like I think an experimental attitude is right. You know, is best. Like, don't give up on the idea of being totally still in this way. But then also, don't try to force. You know, your your body into a particular box. If it if it's not if it's really telling you this isn't feeling right for me, you know, because you've been doing this for a while and you're still feeling this way and. Maybe the body's just telling you something. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah.
3: yeah.
0: I do know Sylvia though, there have been many, many moments where you've 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 sunk into some very deep stillness here with us because you've talked about it. So, you know, it's like, you know, it's again, it's like I don't know, um, You know, even Buddhist traditions have like bowing is a crucial practice. And I, I love bowing because it produces stillness of mind, but it's through movement, chanting, you know? So sitting still like the way we do in a mixed natural, it's what we're doing our little boxy Zoom screens, right? But it's only one of many different techniques that even Buddhists themselves have developed, you know,
1: so.
4: I enjoy um, you guiding us through it. But this is my second time with you, so I, I don't know what you did in the past. But I, I, I enjoy that guided meditation. It's like a reminder. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, I'm going to Tai Chi. Um, I'm doing Dr. Lam's Tai Chi. I don't know if you... For arthritis and fall prevention, I'm teaching that. And um, definitely when... We do the the movements, and then we add sound to it. Because you mentioned sound, also, um, it 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 is another element to get you away from your thoughts and to because we respond, our our cells respond to 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 sound. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I I do enjoy it. I know my background is movement, mm-hmm. so maybe that's. That's a- another reason. But but I definitely en- enjoyed your um, your guiding us through and reminding us how you know, to come back to the breath, to listen again, to, to the sounds. Yeah, right. thank
0: you. Thank you. Thank you, Michelle, for, for sharing yeah. all that. And it's good to have you here.
4: Yeah. You. Can I just say welcome to Michelle, um, Bernie. I did since I moved to Phoenix, I've been taking <laughs> wonderful, very <laughs> spiritual exercise classes. And I just started Tai Chi with Michelle and I thought she would Really love to be a part of this group, so thank you. Yeah. Thank you.
0: That's <laughs> great. I, I wish I could take classes with you too. Um.
4: Uh, it's wonderful. It's so wonderful. Seriously, I knew
0: she'd love this. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> um, I, and actually, I'm. Um, you know, I, I also want to say that everything we did tonight—listening to sounds, labeling thoughts, listen, like, observing sensations—it can be done all throughout the day and especially I also, um, I make a point of practicing walking meditation for like at least half an hour um, every day. People who live in Williamstown probably see me walking all, you know, all the time. And so, um, and just like feeling the feet on the ground and just listening to the sounds, you know, all, all around one, uh, feeling the breath, you know, just, it's, it's a one, uh, none of this stuff should be limited to the cushion. You know, the more that we can bring it to different moments of our everyday lives, the more our entire lives will be oriented towards becoming more awake and more present. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. Where do you live?
0: Oh, I live in Williamstown, Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. It's a little corner northwest Massachusetts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's a beautiful spot. Mm-hmm is there anything anyone else would like to ask or share
4: are you going to continue with the two time um, with oh weekly? so
0: yeah I I think I, I have yet to make the final decision but I think what I'm leaning towards mm-hmm. is I'm gonna move this group to Sunday evening um, and then lead an in-person meditation session for Williams College students on Tuesday evening um, and actually, I've heard from a number of people that actually Sundays are no worse, and maybe even better for a lot, you know, a decent number of people. So, um, so anyway, I hope I don't lose anyone who's here. But I, I, that's, I think, I'll make an announcement in the next week or so uh,
1: on the email list. Yeah.
0: Well, if that's it for could so the, those of you who are new um, don't know this but I really love to end our gatherings with a minute of silent sitting together. I feel like um and so uh feel free to log off right away if if you'd like to go, but if you're willing, it'd be lovely if we could just sit for 1 minute together and then I'll I'll tell you when it's over and then we'll say goodnight. Okay, everyone, thank you for being here tonight. It's good to see you all, good night.
3: Thank you, Bernie, have a really beautiful week. Thanks again.
0: You too, take care, everybody. Take care, Jim. Thank you. Bye-bye.
2: Thank you.
1: Thank you.